0: This is We're Psyched. Hi, I'm Elle, and I've never done a podcast.
1: And I'm Jacob, and I've never seen Psych.
0: And now I'm making him watch it.
1: And now I'm making her do a podcast.
0: So let's get started. Welcome back to We're Psyched. Today we are covering Season 1, Episode 14, which is my personal favorite Season 1 episode. Poker? I barely know her. Written by Carrie Lenhart, John L. Sackmar, and Douglas Steinberg. Directed by Joanna Kearns Aired on February 23rd, 2007 And here's the wiki synopsis Henry is forced to seek help from the agency When one of his close friends disappears After refusing to report a theft that he witnessed
1: That doesn't sound right No
0: That sounds like a different episode
1: Yeah, that's not even this episode
0: Wait a minute, let's talk about this for a second.
1: What? Wow. Three writers on this episode and they couldn't write a decent synopsis for the Well, this is
0: not their synopsis. Oh. That's,
1: yeah, that's weird.
0: Am I stupid and I got the wrong synopsis?
1: What is, is that from IMDb or just wiki?
0: I always do the wiki synopsis.
1: That's weird. Yeah, no,
0: it's the wiki synopsis. You would
1: assume that the the wiki is written by like absolute freak nerds, you know, who just know everything. This is really, really funny. Two weeks in a row.
0: Because like exactly last week it had like a, they called it a murder, but no one actually got murdered. Yeah. This week it's wrong. Just so wrong.
1: Yeah. That's really weird.
0: Let's, let's, I'm going to re-say the wiki synopsis. All right. Henry is forced to seek help from the agency, Sean and Gus, when the son of his close friend, Bill Patterson, goes missing and he decides to come to the psychic detectives rather than the police.
1: That's that's pretty much it. That's what the synopsis should read, because it's that's pretty much the setup for the episode without giving away what happens in the episode. That's pretty. That's better.
0: I feel like I should start going to the psych wiki fan page for the synopsis. But I stay away from that. It has like spoilers on it for you. And then Mm -hmm. it would it also has other stuff from them that I don't want to read because I don't want it to influence the podcast at all.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So maybe IMDB would be better because that pretty much is just so info solely about that episode.
0: Yeah, but maybe this could be a new thing we do. Right. We always read the wiki synopsis and now we can tear it down when it's incorrect. <laughs>
1: just r- rip it to shreds whenever it's wrong. It's kind of funny. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode was fun. So A, a three, ep- three writers for this. Three you writers. You can tell because it was just a rock solid story and really, yeah. I mean, and it's, a
0: fantastic A and B plot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, with, with writers' rooms and stuff, you can start to get into the land of... Too many cooks in the kitchen, exactly. but this wasn't that. This was just a really, really great episode. And then um, was this the first episode where the title of it was actually said in dialogue in the episode?
0: Yes and no. What I think it is, and it is the first time that it's said. But how, however, in. Woman Seeking Dead Husband, Smokers Okay, No Pets, there was a scene where they read off of the thing and they're like, oh, Smokers Okay, No Pets, but they don't say the Woman Seeking Dead Husband part. Right. So I think you're right.
1: That's cool. Especially with all these creative and long titles, it's kind of interesting to have the it the title uh, said.
0: Good, call, good yeah. catch. Uh, yeah, it is. I love it. Um... So, like many an episode, it starts with a flashback of Sean in the police station playing poker with some of Henry's co-workers. I'm assuming they're his co-workers.
1: Mm-hmm. He knows them by name,
0: and he cleans their clock.
1: Yeah, and I think that's so funny because he's just being so astute, and he like knows exactly what their hands are. That's funny. But then, what 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 I thought was funny was he he wins that hand. With two pair. And I'm like, that's really not that high of a hand. Unless you, which I assume he was doing, was psyching them out to get them to fold. Probably. Um. Yeah, like two pairs He's pair good at is getting in winner. your head. Yeah.
0: And apparently he could put a whole sandwich in your hair. What do we hear about later?
1: <laughs> that was the most random line. <laughs> what was that?
0: I don't know, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's what makes psych psych, you know? Yeah, he just says the weirdest shit. But I wanted to point out something in this flashback. Mm. So I see, I like the lesson Henry teaches Sean. He says, just because someone can do something doesn't mean they should. And although I agree with that statement, I don't agree with how he's using it in this scenario.
1: But he takes Sean's winnings.
0: I don't see any problem with Sean playing a little bit of poker and getting money. He's a kid. That money could go down, I don't know, like
1: candy bars and shit it's yeah harmless. or a college yeah. fund uh, or, sure. i mean sean's not going yeah, to college no f-
0: but or like a car mm-hmm. his motorcycle it's
1: going to be the impound fees for when uh when he gets it uh, inevitably towed for parking too close to fire hydrants
0: yeah and i feel like it's another one of those things we see in sean's childhood where the lesson henry's trying to teach his son he's always his heart's always in the right place but it's not the best way of parenting because it yeah. makes sean kind of resent him just a little bit mm-hmm. more
1: he goes he goes like 25 percent too far with with his hardassery. Mm-hmm. like you got like as a parent you would have to put your foot down and be like listen i don't want you gambling money actual money without talking to me first or without me being there that kind of thing like that's fine yeah. but like don't take his money that he legitimately... Like, he wasn't actually cheating. Like, reading people... No. ...during a poker game isn't cheating. It's not. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. That part, it always sits... I like Henry Spencer, I do, and he's a good character, but it always makes me go a little bit more to Sean's side. Mm-hmm. But, not that there should be sides, but...
1: No, it sh- Yeah, it shouldn't be, but when, when they portray it as something that created the rift between them. Yeah, like these are all over instances. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You, can, you can't help but say, oh, I see why Sean feels this way. Or, you know, I see why Henry did that. You know, both yeah. both are true. And I think that's a, re- a sign of really good writing is where they present two sides and there's not a clear thing that you're meant to obviously view one side as wrong. It's just like maybe the way that they go about Their side is wrong, and you know that's it's nuanced, and I like that.
0: And I like that too. But when to the at the end of the day, who's the adult and who's the kid?
1: Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. who
0: has all? Who has the responsibility, and who's just the the child? You know.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, Henry was doing the right thing by parenting, even if we disagree with what exactly he did.
0: Yeah, but it's always like he. They always make those jokes, right? Where Sean is like, oh, I can't believe I had to live with my father for 18 years. And then Henry goes, I can't believe I had to live with Sean for 18 years. I'm like, well, he's your son.
1: Yeah, that's fucking dumb. Like, what's (laughs) the alternative? You go to prison?
0: Or he could emancipate at 16 or something. But. Okay, we're spending way too much time on this flashback.
1: (laughs) All right, moving forward. Oh, actually, I wanted to mention before we uh, before we move on. Henry said something he said the house always wins in uh in that flashback he's like you gotta know something Sean the house always wins and I'm like but, but it's poker there's no house yeah <laughs> like it's not unless, blackjack no unless you're unless you're playing like where you have to um where you have to ante in to the to pay for the space at the table like that's that's what they have to do if it's a card room like an official card room but like if you're just playing poker with your friends you're not there's no (laughs) house
0: that's funny oh Henry Spencer oh well I feel like he's so set on like being the parent to like give their child all this wisdom Mm -hmm. that they're so focused on being that role model that they kind of lose sight of Mm -hmm. just you know
1: he wants his he wants his one liner regardless of whether it's the right thing or to say in the moment or not Anyway, the uh, color shifting logo is back.
0: Yep. So now we're in present day in the psych office and both Jacob and I noticed that. What did we notice?
1: It's blue on the exterior establishing shot for this mm-hmm. episode. And then once we go into the psych office and you can see out the window, it's clearly the backside of the green logo.
0: Which uh, I was so hopeful because the last episode it was green. I thought it was going to stay green. But as we know, the exterior shots are in White Rock, Canada and the interior is in a sound stage. Yeah. So
1: which is I mean it was I, I was spending a lot of time trying to see you know out the window because it's like it's actually they create a good sense of depth.
0: They do. You know, it's cause, really good.
1: Yeah, cuz there are some times where like sitcoms especially where they have it's just a set, especially if it's a multi-cam, there's just one one set for the whole show really for all the scenes that take place in there. You know, it's like it's so flat if you look out the windows, but this one you could actually see plants and it looked like there's some depth and stuff. So I was like, Oh, they really does sell a good well, job at yeah. that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Sean and Gus are playing NBA. What was it? Paperball, something Basket, t-
1: trash can basketball or something and then something. trivia. Yeah.
0: And Henry Spencer walks in and he's criticizing the layout of their office. And he, He's just like wandering around, not getting to the point. And Sean's like, get out of here. We have an 11 o'clock. And Henry says, I I am here 11 o'clock. Cue the theme song. I just like the look on Henry's face when he sits down, does the typical dad thing where he puts his arms behind his head. Yeah. You know, reclines and just smiles. You know.
1: It's so funny. It's a way bigger smile than we have ever seen on Henry's Uh face. So funny. Um, He said something in that scene, which... I always feel obligated to point out things like this um, in the interest of spreading truth in the world. Um, He said, you know, you got to put a couple more lamps in here. You're killing your eyes. That's a fucking urban legend. You, You can't hurt your eyes by being in a dimly lit room. You'll strain your eyes, which will cause strain, but there's no actual damage. It's not like you're going to ruin your eyesight by being in a dark room. It's just like you'll make your eyes tired.
0: Yeah. When I was younger, and actually I think we were talking about this a while ago. Yeah. I would. I was just huge bookworm and I would read all the time in the dark and it would annoy my mom so much. Not annoy, mm-hmm. but she'd come over. I think she was concerned and she'd flick on the line. She's like, how can you be reading in the dark? You can't see anything. You're going to hurt your eyes.
1: Yeah. They always say that. And it's, yeah, my My parents said that too, but... There's no basis in reality for that one. Same with I think it
0: hurts them, (sighs) so they turn it on.
1: Well, it's just, yeah, they can't imagine that as a kid, your eyes are better than when you're an adult. So, like, you can actually see in the dark better and, like, it's fine. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, you know, same as, like, you got to wash your hands with hot water or else it's not going to
0: clean. That's bullshit. There's a lot of things they told us, but there's a lot of things we believed as kids that, I don't know who told us maybe no one told us but I used to think that if you had water I used next to think to that God lap- was real <laughs> so did I <laughs> I mean I've always had my doubts but yeah. but um I used to think that if you had water like a glass of water near a computer or a laptop the computer or laptop would work slower because you what? weren't because su- you weren't supposed to have food or water like oh. or drink next to the computer
1: Right, yeah, your parents would always say, like, you can't have food or food or water next to the computer. It's like, what, well, because it makes the internet slower or what? I thought yeah.
0: that if I went to bed with a necklace on, I would choke myself to death. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of things. I
1: thought if you pressed the hazard button on your car, it would be an ejector seat. The
0: ejector seat yeah. button? mm-hmm. That's funny. After the theme song plays... Henry admits the reason why he made an appointment. He said that his friend Bill—it's Bill, right? Uh, Bill Bill Peterson. Bill Peterson, from Peterson Motors, he has a little bit of trouble, and he doesn't want to go to the police because he doesn't want to make any troubles for his family yet. But his son's missing; he doesn't know where he is, and Henry apparently vouched for Sean, which he claims was an accident. But I'm pretty sure he's a little proud of him.
1: How do you accidentally vouch for your kid?
0: I know, right? How do you accidentally vouch for anybody? Right. Like, that was just so funny how he's like, I accidentally did this. And I'm like, well, we're at the, what, this is the penultimate episode of season one? Yes. Sean and Gus have solved a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's in the paper. And it's in the paper sometimes. So I feel like Henry's secretly proud of Mm -hmm. his son.
1: Yeah, it's my kid right there. Making headlines not for getting arrested. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: So he tells him, yeah, Bill Peterson, he's going to come in. um, Just hear him out and tell him to just go to the police. You know. And, of course, Sean does not do that. Gus tries (laughs) half-heartedly.
1: He's not going to get paid that way.
0: I know. And Gus is like, Mr. Peterson, you should go. You should go to the police. And Sean says, Gus... Don't be a gooey chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> and there's, I believe, our first Gus, don't be a from season one.
1: No, no, no. They've, they've, you've had that before. We've talked about that before. We have? Yeah. Because then there was one time like we, we were.
0: Gus, don't be a.
1: There was one where it was like, Gus, be, don't be blank, blank, blank. And oh, we were debating right. about that. I think we were like, does one, that count?
0: I think this one just hits me because it's one of my favorite. Gus, don't be a. Oh, gotcha. A gooey chocolate chip cookie. That's funny. Uh, It's one of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking, before we continue with Bill Peterson, Mm -hmm. we got to talk about the actor.
1: Yeah, this actor. He is
0: really, really famous.
1: You know him from... The Wonder Wonder Years. Dan Loria is his name. Um, And he's been in a lot of things. um, And his first credit was back in um when oh they're not in chronological order never mind he's been in a whole bunch of movies um did you ever see independence day it was like one of the biggest science fiction movies of the 90s he was in that um he was in big mama's house too and a couple of hallmark christmas movies um he looks like he had a huge stint in the 90s. So like if he was, he was the man in any 90s movie. So like, yeah, he's that guy.
0: I feel like he, he and Dennis Quaid always play really believable fathers.
1: Mm. Right. Yeah. So he was, he's that guy in any movie he's in.
0: We have to watch The Wonder Years. We should.
1: Is it on the list for next?
0: Yes. Not for podcast, but. Right.
1: The Wonder Podcast.
0: <laughs> the Wonder so sponsored
1: by Wonderbread.
0: Dan Lauria, I mean not Dan Lauria. So Bill Peterson comes in the room and says, "You know, um your dad, you know, told me to come here. Can you help me find my son?" And he's pretty impressed with Sean's fake psychic abilities. And, and
1: it is so funny how Henry was like, "Don't do the don't do the flappy crap."
0: Don't do the floppy <laughs> stuff. Floppy, floppy yeah. crap. And of course he does everything his dad told him not to do because What else would you expect Mm -hmm. from Sean Spencer? And so Gus and Sean agree to help him. Wow, my brain just (laughs) helps. Help him. Can I redo that? Sure. So while Gus and Sean agree to help Mr. Peterson, we move to the B-plot, which is back in the police station. Juliet is meeting with the chief because she's like, what do you know about Lassie? And she's like, not much. She's a private person. And Juliet, you know, she has a sweet, innocent heart in the right place. And she's like, well, I want to do something for him because today is his birthday and I don't know anything. And Chiefic is like, well, you guys are partners, don't you talk? And Juliet's more like it's more one sided. It
1: was one of the saddest things, like hearing her say that you're like, oh, shit.
0: I know. She cares so much. I know. She's so cute. And she's like, well, I want to do something for him, like maybe a surprise. And Chiefic was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Lassie doesn't like surprises, and then <laughs> she forgets. talks about the Secret Santa debacle of two thousand and five. Oh what the God. hell is that?
1: <laughs> I can only well, I can only imagine um, Lassie begrudgingly like got, get, gets roped into doing a Secret Santa and just hates the entire thing and like flipped out when he received his surprise gift.
0: It's so funny because they say just enough for you to just imagine what it might be, yeah, but not too much, right? It's oh, it's perfect, and I love her, she fixed delivery there.
1: Or there's this actual secret Santa in the police station. Someone dressed like a mall Santa, and then Lassie accidentally shoots him because we see he was very, where he was very um, trigger happy at the well, not trigger happy, <laughs> but he pulled out his gun at the very end of the episode when he got surprised. So he he definitely he, hates mur- he murdered a mall Santa.
0: He <laughs> he hates he hates surprises but of course what are you talking about
1: everyone likes surprises
0: juliet's not gonna listen and she's gonna do some snooping to figure out more about him so back to the actual case with sean and gus they're like okay well the father says his son brandon has been evicted and sean's like well we should go check out his apartment and gus says why if he's been evicted he's not going to be there and sean is like oh ye of little faith I He's have so been funny. evicted many a time. Right.
1: <laughs> of course he has. So then they go to like um, this, the in the garage, there's like this locked up. Would that be all of his stuff that was that locked up? That he didn't,
0: yeah. That, yeah, that he didn't take. And so here we get to a possible crime. So Sean and Gus find Brandon's unit number and they find his stuff and it is covered by like chicken wire and wood so they can't really just like break in without cutting anything and then sean realizes that someone already cut through part of the chicken wire at the bottom with some scissors so he and gus (laughs) have a stupid little argument to see whose hand will be going to reach in and so sean reaches in and they get out some letters and some business cards from brandon's personal belongings
1: so technically what they did would be called criminal trespassing Ah. because they entered into a fenced area designed to exclude others
0: yeah so trying to bypass any kind of security feature yeah is a crime even
1: if there's an obs, there was an obvious um hole in the
0: chicken wire all right so ding 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 ding. crime count so as i was saying they find some business cards and on one of the business card sean realizes it's what's a garden business card
1: and like what's he doing with this for
0: someone who lives in a tiny ass apartment and sean flips it over and there's r r l r r sorry r r l r l l or
1: (laughs) or as i like to call it
0: r r r oh my gosh r r r what is that
1: that's uh the awards, I don't know if it was the Oscars or no, not the Oscars, something. They were award announcing the winner of the award, which was the movie RRR.
0: Oh, and I so thought you were imitating R-R-R. a sea lion.
1: That's what lion. That was the meme. The meme was like, oh. Li- yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I get yeah. it. That's funny. It so an, that's what Indian you were movie. thinking about. Yeah. Can I tell you what I was thinking about yeah. when I saw it? When I saw the. Like, we find out later that stands for right, right, left, right, left, left. Mm-hmm. It may m- reminded me of Club Penguin. Did you ever play Club Penguin? No. There was a game. There's like a secret headquarters for spies <laughs> in Club Penguin. And you can go on these missions. They're actually pretty clever. And I think it was like finding one of the missing puffles or something. You ha- You were stuck at the top of a ski slope. And you had to remember... A piece of paper that ha- had R's and L's in a specific order and you had to oh. choose that direction to go except I think they also had an M for middle so they had an R, M, L and you had to remember what the order was
1: Gotcha. so when
0: I first saw that I immediately thought of Club Penguin. yeah I was
1: thinking uh, video game cheat codes you know like if you're on the menu you type in this certain like up down up down left right left right A, B, A, B something like that and then you get infinite lives or whatever like some code
0: yeah Club Penguin they like got rid of it for a while and then they put it back
1: oh it's back I didn't know it was I back I thought back. it was down forever
0: so Seanaga say let's go check out this garden that garden didn't it kind of look like that one you and I went to in Long Beach
1: yeah it pr- pretty much ev- it looks like every nursery you've ever been to like it's got that same colored awning and the greenhouse and yep, yeah, even the
0: parking lot
1: right the parking lot outside is the same shape <laughs>
0: But it's probably, it's knowing Psych and many other TV shows, it's probably in Canada.
1: Vancouver.
0: So they pull up, but it, this... I don't know if you noticed, but the weather in this episode is very bright and sunny.
1: Well, it's Santa Barbara.
0: I know, but not all the episodes have been like that. Now, no, this one yeah. was especially...
1: They've definitely been, like, trying to, at some points, hide cloudy skies. And, like, just the way that they expose it with the camera made it seem brighter than it actually is, I think.
0: Yeah. Or maybe today also all those tricks and maybe also just was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it definitely was a great. Yeah. So
0: they pull up and they see a woman who has a weird exchange with some mysterious guy and he walks away and they walk by her car on the way into the nursery and Sean hyper focuses on this bracelet that she's wearing. That's gold and has playing cards. And I'm a thought crossed my mind. Yes, that is very observant and helpful as we find out later that he can recognize that bracelet. But why wouldn't he just take a quick peek into the car and look at the woman's face? Like, that's yeah. a lot more useful, I think, to like identify someone with and with his memory. Because
1: then we would have known it was the dealer, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: because then when he even sat down at that table in the tournament at the end of the episode, he would immediately have been like, sus, because... You know, mm-hmm. it can't be a coincidence that I saw her face and saw her at this garden where Brandon might have been. And then at this tournament, too.
1: Do you think that was to um, to conceal it for the audience's sake?
0: May I think it's both. I think to conceal for the audience's sake and maybe also like Sean's weird and hyper focuses on tiny little things. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It seemed like common sense to look at the person first right. and then stuff well, she's wearing.
1: What he noticed that inspired them to go in and look was the fact that she was in a Porsche. Yeah. And like there was a Ferrari parked next to it, not cars that you would take to the greenhouse to get potted plants and shit.
0: Certainly not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when they were snooping around the nursery, I noticed something I thought was very interesting regarding what? the soundtrack in that scene.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. this was so funny. It
1: was like this it was the normal kind of like um low string plucked like bum 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 and like the the mysterious sound, but then like Sing it, it again, was actually bum bum, bum 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 and I'm like that's Eat, the fucking no. poker face music. It's the same melody.
0: It is, but then I looked it up. I was like, okay, this cannot be a coincidence, but Poker Face by Lady Gaga didn't come out until 2008. And In this February
1: episode,
0: 2007? Well, yeah. So I so, wonder if Lady Gaga is a psych fan. Listen to this. And that was would like, be I'm going to write a song. Did
1: we figure... I wonder if anyone has ever figured this out before because this is a... That's a deep cut. Like, either, either like
0: this is brilliant of us or just...
1: That's a freaky a coincidence. coincidence or Lady Gaga's a fan because that song, even if it came out in 2008, she wouldn't have been putting it together until early 2008, right? Like, it takes a few months to make a song, right? Or maybe a year at most, but...
0: I think... I Okay, let me change that. I would like to think that she's a Psych fan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would not be I cool. love Lady
0: Gaga. Can and we, like,
1: call her manager and ask...
0: Well, we need to talk to her personally. Yeah. But, um...
1: Well, you can't call Lady Gaga, but you can call no, her manager. that's true.
0: I think what's...
1: <laughs> Lady Gaga, if you're listening, did you rip off Psych? If she's a Psych fan, she's I listening. Say
0: rip off. I wouldn't say she ripped it off. No, no,
1: no, no. She created an iconic it's co- song from yeah, it. Yeah, she sang the riff, and it's like, so she quoted it, if that's what it is, yeah.
0: But, um, funny little fact about that song, Poker Face. It's... Have you actually looked up the lyrics?
1: It's a double entendre, isn't it?
0: Because it came out when we were eight. Yeah. Oh, we just revealed how old we are. Nice. Um, And (laughs) I was... What? We were in middle school? Yeah. Elementary school. And I remember listening to that song in middle school. It had already been out for a few years. And I was like, oh, yeah, poker face, poker face. And then... You realize later that it's, it's not just poker face. Right. It's
1: she's faking an orgasm. What? That, that's what it is.
0: We are not thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was talking about the lyrics. Are not poke p poker face. Oh it's yeah, fuck fu- fu- yeah. Fi- yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, fuck,
0: fuck, fu- fu- And she, but it's Lady a double Gaga, entendre. Yeah, Lady yeah. Gaga even came out and said that I can't remember what radio it was, iHeart or something else. Yes, was that's like right. they're the only ones that figured out that it's dirtier than.
1: <laughs> so they were the only ones who actually appropriately bleeped. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I think really that's like really funny. Um, I love Lady Gaga. Uh, anyway
1: that's actually not the flex she thinks it is because it just means she doesn't enunciate when she sings enough
0: I think it's brilliant no
1: I know that's just a joke
0: (laughs) yeah I know yeah
1: Yeah, that's really clever that's just like foster the people when they when they came out with pumped up kicks they're like let's make a happy song about Columbine
0: I know but the lyrics are very very clear in that though
1: right but they're just like if we can make it happy people will air it and they won't notice or care I know Mm -hmm.
0: it's partially true yeah. All right, so what
1: find- I noticed when they found when they followed the guy going in who took the thing from the lady with the neck, uh in the car with the bracelet, um they noticed him he went into this area of hedges. And um and so that's how they figure out RRLRLL is it's a maze in there and that's the proper way to go to get somewhere but i what i noticed looking at the exterior shot of that area of fe, uh fe, not fences hedges is that from where the entrance to that is you couldn't actually do two right turns in a row so like they were saying oh. rrl like so they were they said it right where they were like okay we we, we went this way this way this way R
0: R L R L L yeah but they said it correctly. They said it right, yeah. but
1: they couldn't actually do that, given that the fact they could only make one right turn before the edge of the, um, the area, and it turns left. So
0: I think they hoped maybe with some clever editing and stuff that we wouldn't notice that.
1: Well, yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't like a one take or a one shot, like following you do, through, following it the, because yeah. then yeah,
0: they skipped the other L. They went R R R L. And then we saw them at the end of it on LL.
1: Yeah, but they said RRL, but they just did RL because yeah. you couldn't do two R's in a row.
0: It's a good catch. It's yeah. a good catch. And yeah, I remember you paused it too to, just to make absolutely certain.
1: Yeah, and I drew up a diagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they peek through the hedges, which, by the way, this is like so sketchy at a, like a nursery. Yeah. Um they see this one man playing poker. actually see a bunch of people playing poker but this one man i guess is not doing well and they see this shady guy in a suit and these weird tinted orangey pink glasses stand the man up and cut his finger off Mm -hmm. um well we don't see him cut the finger off but we see him pull out the scissors and take his finger so you know putting two and two together right um, or well, in this he this case can't putting do, two and two apart yeah he
1: can't do that anymore On that, he can't count that on his hand anymore <laughs> he can count two and one
0: and so Sean and Gus quickly run away and then it cuts back to the B plot and we see that Julia is so desperate for information that she gets Lassie's official file so I pause the episode just to look at the file because I bet we'd find something funny and I was right we know that, well, we find out that Lassie is 37 and his address is 81111 Case Money <laughs> Avenue.
1: I love that so much. And it's like, of course it is.
0: There's also in his file, there's a reference to a previous episode um, oh, really? because we see under his interests, interests is Civil War reenactment. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that they make that callback. Mm hmm. Um,
1: well that, cuz that's the only thing he's actually interested in oh well other cuz uh, henry killed his interest in fishing last episode i know yeah.
0: but i i just thought it was such a cute little little callback yeah to weekend warriors
1: that scene um led to something that i absolutely loved um juliet called Lassie's mom oh, no. just, oh
0: gosh just made my butt clench i know just
1: to um just to see if she would give him anything or give her anything that she could work with for lassie and she tells her to suck lemons cookie puss
0: the mom tells julia yeah
1: (laughs) and i'm like holy shit that is so funny the only other time i've heard suck a lemon as an insult is in stargate when carter tells mckay to go suck a lemon
0: because he's literally he's allergic allergic to to
1: deathly so she's basically saying go kill yourself (laughs)
0: This is so funny because the shows were kind of made, Psych like is a little newer, but they were yeah. made around the same time yeah, and very close in location to one another.
1: Yeah, literally. You have to the find same. out if
0: one of those three writers were in a, a writer on one of that, those SG-1 episodes. Oh, I
1: wonder if it's like a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon thing where like a writer from Stargate worked with a writer who works on this you know so they were like one degree of separation away
0: that would be so interesting Mm -hmm. but and then
1: lassie's nickname is booker
0: booker booker you
1: booker you brought her
0: that's what i was thinking i was like this a play on of words but not for that but like you know how if you arrest someone you they're always like book Book them Mm -hmm. book them booker you know, yeah. maybe Lassie's been role playing, wanting to be a cop ever since he was a little kid. And
1: it's stuck. Yeah. That's Actually,
0: funny. I can't say anything, but we find out more about his childhood later in the show. Uh-huh. And that's very Lass a very Lassie thing to do. That sounds about right. There's a little goof that I caught in this scene where Juliet's talking to the mom. Hmm. Cause we know at the beginning of the episode, she, when she's talking to the chief, she says today's Lassie's birthday. But when she's talking to Mrs. Lassiter, I guess, um, she says I just I'm trying to get some information uh, about your son because his birthday is coming up
1: which I think which implies
0: it's not today I think that's correct I think that's correct too
1: you wouldn't be just starting to plan it the day of and also a day passes before the end of the episode in which we actually see the celebration so So I think they fucked up earlier
0: or maybe his birthday was really today and she was deciding to do the birthday the day the party the day after like
1: on a more convenient date
0: because maybe his birthday's like on a Friday, and then the weekend Saturday was a weekend, and so you
1: want to celebrate it on the Sunday if when everyone's free or something. I don't know.
0: I have no idea. I thought it was a goof though with the writing.
1: Mm-hmm. Regardless, yeah, it's not not consistent.
0: But um, <laughs> poor Juliet. Oh gosh, she accidentally spills to Lassie's mom that he's separated from his wife. Oh,
1: I cringe so hard.
0: And she freaks out and she tries to explain please don't tell him please don't tell him i told you but she, the mother had already hung up and calls lassiter like in one second yeah he goes mother
1: we don't even see him in the scene we just hear. what
0: do you mean you want your wedding ring back oh that uh. kills me you know why that kills me because that means she called him to get his her wedding ring back and wasn't like honey why didn't you tell me you were separated from your wife like what happened are you okay is she okay no the first thing she wants to know is can i have have my wedding ring back Mm -hmm. makes me want like a spin-off series of lassie's childhood wouldn't it be cool to see flashbacks of all like all the main characters childhoods like we see sean and gus but not juliet or lassie
1: yeah if they because they do it really well in this show where it doesn't feel like forced exposition Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: like actual character development that then informs you of why the characters are doing certain things or acting certain ways. Yeah, but so I love it that be... it's not
0: in your face informed. Exactly. It's yeah, it's just subtle enough. Yeah. Um, but oh god, that was so, so bad. And we see Juliet get up quickly, grab her black purse, and run out of the police station. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she just like, uh, oh.
0: So that transitions back to the A pot and Sean and Gus are back at the police department. And Sean has this crazy, miraculous quote-unquote psychic vision where he uses potato chips and Bill Peterson and to (laughs) (laughs) deduct to deduce there it is is. (laughs) (laughs) that his son Brandon is missing because he is somehow involved with some shady people from the garden and playing poker. And his dad says, well, you know what? His online poker, he like, he plays that all the time. I used to catch him doing that when he was supposed to be working for me.
1: And he has this screen name, which he remembered. He's like, that's the only lead I can give you is a screen name.
0: And Gus recognizes the screen name. And he's like, I know I've played him. I beaten him. <laughs> and she- Gus's screen name is
1: Big Kitty seventy five.
0: Yep. Oh gosh,
1: that's so funny,
0: Gus. And so they find a way to reel Brandon, and they're like, "We'll pretend to be some hot internet chick, and we'll tell him to meet us at a cafe with a poinsettia, which is a plant, not a flower."
1: Right. He had a full. He had a full plow. Flower fl, pot. A <laughs> flower pot.
0: You and I both are tongue twisted today. Yeah. And so they meet outside the cafe that had the $2 lattes from last episode. Yes. We see that same sign, that same sign outside on the pavement. Uh This was
1: actually inspiring me to um actually start trying to sell $2 lattes at a farmers market.
0: He's really going to do it. Everyone. I yeah, I am.
1: If if it's not too much of a hassle or anything, I'll I'll definitely do that.
0: <laughs> and so Brandon sees shauna guss and he goes oh she's not coming is she what did they say her name was it was like felicia felicia yeah and they're like no sorry and brandon says i knew it all hot internet women are guys and it just made me think of that planet of the base song that's like life it never die women, women are, are my, my favorite, favorite guys. guy <laughs>
1: yes we got hot Can internet you play? women are my favorite guy
0: shout out to um I'm not gonna give his last name i almost did Marian, my friend from Croatia, I met him at an opera program this summer in Austria, and he is the one that showed me this song. It's pretty good. So thanks, Marian, for this gem. Pretty good beat. Oh, there's just so much to unpack there. How does it mean? He
1: just that's that covers all the bases. What more can you want in a song? (laughs) So That's great. Yeah, that's definitely reminds me of that.
0: So thank you, Brandon, for saying that because I immediately heard that song in my head when he was like oh hot internet women are guys
1: women are my favorite guy mm-hmm. in that scene something bugged me at brandon's table there were two chairs conveniently next to each other for sean and gus to sit down at like why
0: oh uh, i wrote this down too yeah
1: why are why why would he pick a seat at a three-person table
0: yeah especially when was like i'm meeting a woman yeah a hot internet woman mm-hmm. like that but i wrote it down too i wrote down The director or the writers were anticipating Sean and Gus's arrival. Yeah. That's what it felt like.
1: Yeah, it was was set up for them to be there.
0: Yeah. Another thing that bothered me about the scene, and I love this show, but, you know, we can call out goofs and all those little things as they come. This black car, it's always this black sedan or something. Like, something sus pulls up. We see that same guy in that black suit with those glasses that are tinted, and he's Mm -hmm. got his friends, you know... I just did air quotes into the mic like people can see that.
1: <laughs> it's an audio medium. It's not uh, a visual.
0: And some of his friends show up and they take Brandon and the guy knees him in the face. I think like almost like what? Dislocating his nose, making him bleed at the very yeah. least. As a warning. Be like, look, you need my, I need the money by Monday. And 30 grand, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what bothered me about the scene is there's a lot of people walking by in the background or sitting at the tables around. Nobody, and I looked hard, nobody looks at this. If I saw a black car pull up, get out, put take this guy, put his arms behind his back, bend him over, and then knee him in the face until he's bleeding, that is something I would look at. But no, yeah. you see this white man on back like laughing at nothing, and then people walking by and like, la da 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 it felt very Truman show.
1: Yes. You know what I where, mean? Where where people are they just are told Plain to dumb. not acknowledge the weirdness. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just I mean, that's what extras do, you know? Because, so, unless you know, it's just
0: But you know you have extras to make it what feel realistic. So you had no extras, yeah. it'd be a ghost town. But I thought what would be realistic in that scene is someone would stare. Yeah. Like, what the heck?
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like it was like hastily done and they didn't have time to like okay so you guys there you're i mean we're gonna have you react like look over and stop walking or something because you'll be in the frame it's it's almost like yeah. they could have done that but they just didn't they just
0: decided not to that bothered me a little bit not much but enough to bring it up so um
1: right. so then they bring brandon back to the psych office is that what happens first yes
0: they bring him back to the psych office and they tell him like look i don't know what you're doing but you try to like get a thirty thousand dollar check that was from your dad that you and like you need to go make peace with him and so he agrees to and he's like fine and he was like but just to let you guys know i'm good at poker i'm really really good and better than the guy who's beating me yeah better than that guy but i don't know how he's doing it inferring that he's that man is cheating but brandon hasn't figured it out yet so they take brandon to his dad's work the dealership and they leave brandon out on the curb and they why do they assume anything anymore they assume that brandon's gonna go in there and talk to him and they assume that's gonna go well so they drive away with all these assumptions and the next day henry gets sean's ass up to the dealer and mr patterson shows him a videotape of Brandon breaking into his... Oh, breaking into it because he knows the code, I guess. Mm-hmm. Breaking into Which, why I know. Well, because he used to work there, remember?
1: Yeah, but why wouldn't they have changed the code True. after he knew he stole money?
0: True. And he takes what looks like stacks and stacks of Lots. hundreds.
1: Yeah. um And something interesting. That um, car dealership was not called Patterson Motors. It was called Cam Crank. Huh?
0: That's kind of funny. They didn't bother changing the sign?
1: No, I'm sure they did because Cam Crank is a bit on the nose for a real car dealership. Like, it sounds like a name, but it's just car parts. Cam Crank. Mm Interesting.
0: But we know that he's like a famous dealer.
1: Yeah, so I guess that's just an Easter egg.
0: Probably. So, back to the B-plot. Julia is rummaging through Lassie's desk. She's like trying to find anything. She's so desperate to find something. And she opens the desk and she finds a little black address book. And she's like, yes, all his personal contacts, friends that we don't know about. She writes it down. Lassie catches her and she jokes about trying to look for a mint. And he's like, why would I have those here? You know, I'm allergic to mint.
1: Right. And she's like, yes, something I didn't know about you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. It's funny. And I'm going to write this down for later to see if there's a goof. Like if we see Lassie chewing gum later, you know, I want to have this information about him in the future. I mean, for the future. He likes
1: peppermint mochas.
0: No, he doesn't because he's allergic. So Juliet runs away and Lassie's left with a confused look on his face. And now it goes back to the A plot again. There's a lot of jumping around, but honestly, it doesn't bother me that much.
1: No, it flew, it flewed, flowed well.
0: It did flow well. Um, And Gus and Sean are talking back at the psych office. They're like, where could Brandon be? And Gus...
1: Because he didn't, he didn't show up. And they did, they talked to Henry and um Bill at the dealership. Yeah. They were like, and he didn't show up? What?
0: Yeah. Well, he showed up to steal the money, right. but he didn't talk to his father. And they find out because Gus is, for some reason, has... A lot of knowledge about poker and online poker. It's like, oh, there's a big tournament. And the way Gus says tournament, he says there's a big tournament. Twor- tournament. He has like a "wah" sound. Tournament. To Tournament. Tournament. I don't know. T- tournament.
1: Well, it's like some some people say toward. Some people say toward. Toward. Go look toward there.
0: I say toward.
1: Toward. Toward. Tournament. Toward.
0: Toward. Toward? Look toward there. Look toward. Look there. toward there. That sounds so <laughs> dumb. Look toward. Toward. I say toward. Toward. But there is at least a W in that word. Mm-hmm. There's not in tournament. tournament. So I thought it was an interesting delivery, but maybe that's just how he says it. Um, is he Canadian? We'll have to look up. I don't think so. But Gus deduces that Brandon is at this tournament to try to win back all of his dad's money and more. And pay off this guy, right? Because he owes, what, thousands and thousands of dollars and he's going to get his ass kicked or he's going to get killed even if he doesn't pay it back. So they get to the casino and his dad's like, you are not gambling with my money. He says, dad, I'm sorry. Like, I'm all in. They don't give refunds here. Which
1: I had a problem with because that's not legal. It's not. No. Because there's an implied contract between the casino and the player where... The chips are a debt owed toward the player by the casino because you gave them money and the chips are representative of your money that they owe to you. So I wonder
0: y- if it was a goof or if there's a special rule since it's a tournament.
1: Tournament. Well, there's no rule for tournaments, but maybe there is for two ornaments.
0: Who knows? But I knew you would catch something like that because yeah. it didn't seem... I don't know the rules, but it seemed a little bit phony to me.
1: I mean, it was a tribal casino and they get away with some shit because they have like their own tribal police.
0: Or here's another possibility. Brandon was making it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, True. Yeah, so he could compete. Because it's not like the dad would know or he's betting that the dad wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, and so Sean jumps in and he's like, Mr. Patterson, let me do it. Let me do it. I can do it. there's There's a money back guarantee with me. And Mr. Patterson turns to Henry and goes, Henry, do you, do you trust him? Can he, can he win? And I love this part because Henry has the flashback in this episode. Yep. Back to when little Sean goes, dad, I don't gamble. I win. And Henry goes with much reluctance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, I mean, we don't see him say, yeah, it cuts to Sean playing but the implication is that he said yes he said yes so there's him backing his son again twice in this episode already even though he always says like or he always has those wise remarks where he's like don't do that or don't trust that or like i accidentally vouch for you you know he's trying to be so low-key about it and we see sean at a table presumably in the first round or so with all these people and he's playing with their head This is where he tells that one guy, I can put a sandwich in your hair. (laughs) And he outwardly admits to everyone at the table that he's a psychic. Mm -hmm. Even if he was, he's not. Duh. That is such a stupid idea. Why would you say that?
1: It's reverse psychology. Because those people, they think psychics aren't real, which they're not. So, like, of course, they just think the guy's crazy and trying to get in their head, which he is. But they... They, they don't know that he's two levels ahead of them
0: yeah, because but they say like I'm not playing with a psychic like it's cheating. so I looked it up. <laughs> I looked, Psychi- is it illegal for a psychic to gamble in a casino according to gaming.org Most casinos' policies on whether psychics are allowed are not clear and may change from time to because time because they
1: don't fucking exist. So let me
0: continue. <laughs> The presence of an established psychic. So Sean and Gus have an established psychic detective agency, right. even though he's a phony. Yeah. So this doesn't they're say all, anything as about... As opposed to real ones? Well, this well, right. that's my point. is yeah. they're not These rules don't say anything about legitimacy. Yeah. So anyway, it says... The presence of an established psychic inside a casino may increase gambling revenue, but it may also discourage customers from trusting any new performers they encounter there. Therefore most casinos do not have an official policy on whether or not they allow psychics inside their establishments. Instead, they let individual employees make decisions on whether or not to let a psychic inside their establishment based on how much revenue that decision would bring in.
1: Right, which is kind of the same rule as with card counters. Like, card counting is legal, of course.
0: It's legal, but but the The casino has the right to kick out anyone for any Any reason reason. even no reason right
1: well i mean they'll they lie which is kind of unethical because the the thing that they always say to card counters is like um we need to see our id they don't need to see your id no they just
0: want to see so they can ban you from as many places as possible
1: so it's like you know they're like if they if the psychic is recognized the pit boss would be like huh well, I personally don't believe that psychics are real, and see, and that might be publicity, so you know, like, yeah. But I thought it was the, like it interesting ways.
0: that Sean was willing to risk that by saying he was a psychic, yeah, like that. And especially the fact that it's not a normal game, it's part of a tournament, like, you would think there's even higher levels of security for that. Yeah. But no one seemed to care except obviously the other players, but they decided to stay. And Sean's doing well and he makes it to the very, very, very last round.
1: Where he faces up against. What's his name?
0: Yeah, we don't really know. I mean, we do know his name, but I forgot it. Black suit, tinted glasses guy.
1: Black suit. Baba, black suit.
0: <laughs> Baba, black suit. Mm-hmm, that's his Have name you now. any cards? <laughs> Have you any.
1: There you go. <laughs> Have you any cash?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the guy all all in and sean before making a decision whether to go all in or fold is like yeah this guy wears these glasses a lot and he takes a closer look when the guy takes them off just for a second holds them up to his own cards and sean sees this bluish green color on some of the cards and he realizes someone's been marking them and who's been marking them it's a brand new deck and he realizes the dealer is wearing that pretty pretty golden bracelet that they Mm -hmm. saw at the garden or the nursery and he puts two and two together and realizes they're working together and whenever she fiddles with her ponytail and then puts her hands on the cards to arrange them she's really marking which ones are faces
1: yep and that's that's uh, a known cheap
0: marking uh Mm -hmm. yeah
1: working having a dealer that's an insider yep it used to be common when the casinos were uh Run by the mob in the '60s,
0: so obviously the guy denies, denies, denies. But they take the, they're like take these chips and put these two into custody. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing that was a little bit weird. So at the very end, they dump out all these stacks of cash for Mister Patterson, and he gives seventy five hundred of it to Gus and Sean. Yeah, but this didn't make sense because if that man cheated that whole not that just that game with Sean but that whole tournament wouldn't they have to redo the tournament or compensate everybody like they wouldn't just flat out pay Sean for winning
1: well he wins by default
0: but but that guy cheated the entire tournament
1: his entire table right cuz it started yeah. with two tables two tables yeah yeah you're right yeah
0: so wouldn't they have to redo it
1: huh i wonder
0: or or cancel it. Maybe, Maybe cancel they were just it.
1: compensating everybody else with portions of his money. Maybe, like, because that would have been forfeit. Because Sean fairly beat
0: out all of them, but it's not yeah. fair to the people that that guy played in yeah. his tables. Yeah. So that part was just like I feel like that wasn't the realistic, the realistic
1: part. Yeah, but it's nice to see Patterson give Sean and Gus a fat stack of cash,
0: which Sean loses immediately by gambling. The one thing all he says he in doesn't do.
1: Let. Roulette is the worst game in the casino. It has the biggest house edge. It's the dumbest game to play.
0: It's so uh the fact that God, Sean that has the ability to make all this money. Mm-hmm. Like he literally could make so much money. Why doesn't yeah. he? Why, couldn't Why doesn't he, play? he? Why isn't he richer than he is? Yo, I think it's cuz he just
1: He doesn't, doesn't like to work hard. Like, he, yeah, I think he, he, he just wants work, to have fun. He could be the best card counter ever yep you know with the with
0: how observant he is but he picks and chooses what he wants to do yeah i think he his goal all the time is to just have the most fun with the least amount of work possible that's
1: totally what it is
0: but i felt bad for gus because he's impulsive i know but gus sounded like he had some they had some hefty bills to pay with that money and he's like i'm gonna consolidate
1: our loans i can't no i'm not doing the black scent. i'm gonna consolidate our loans
0: oh gosh can't believe we're not canceled after last week. Oh my god! But I felt bad for Gus because Gus works hard on these cases too, and if anything, he, he is there for emotional support for Sean. The fact that Sean makes all the financial decisions for the both of them—it just
1: dumb. It doesn't seem right. Poor, yeah, poor Gus it should be Gus.
0: So the end of the episode it concludes with. Lasty surprise birthday party
1: this is a funny scene this oh is some my of the God. best writing you in see the show. some weird people rock up like a biker gang biker
0: yeah. some people in weird outfits and juliet's like i didn't know he had such a life outside of work but you know and chief vic is like some of these people look really familiar and juliet hmm. goes me too i just can't put my finger on it we work in a
1: police station where would we have seen no i'm surprised hmm. they didn't
0: put two and two together right but they're not psychic. No. We'll cut them a break.
1: And Sean and Gus ran away as soon as they realized what was I happening. I know at the
0: very end. But they show up to the party, and she, and I love that everyone is down for this thing. Yes. She's like, right, he's coming. Hide, hide, hide. And then he pulls up, and there's a surprise. And he pulls his gun out immediately.
1: <laughs> so and good. Julia,
0: it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a surprise, Lasseter. It's just a surprise party. It's just a surprise party. He's like, what are all these people doing at my house? They're your friends. I looked through your contact book. And he was just like, my my black book, you went through my book? And she's like, yeah, they're your addresses. And she's like, I just invited the ones with, there are a lot of people in there, so I just invited the ones that had stars next to their names. And Lassie goes, that little black book are people and addresses of people that I have arrested and the stars are repeat offenders.
1: My God. It's and Chief so- Vic goes,
0: you keep a little black book of people that you've arrested why and lassie's response is so i can go up and check on them once in a while
1: it's so good because of course he does that
0: oh god of course he's that
1: proud of putting people in jail
0: i know oh. okay the funny thing is is if i had lassie's job i would also keep a book i don't know about a little black book i would also keep a book and keep it very organized of people I've arrested too not to check up on them but just like a little personal achievement log <laughs> well, and I categorize them maybe by district like color code them like oh these these ones are in the fourth district you know what I mean
1: ones written in cursive are sex offenders <laughs> <laughs> in print is like theft and then like block letters is like arson and,
0: and graffiti is like if you murder you yeah, know
1: those are the yeah, big ones
0: but um and then he starts to go in his house, and Julia's like, what are you doing? And he says, I'm going in my house to pack. And she's like, what? He's like, because now all these people know where I live.
1: He's so paranoid. It's so funny.
0: It's so great. Well, I mean, okay, I would move. Yeah, you probably too. should, yeah. And then it cuts really quickly to this one random person who holds up a party gift for Lassie. <laughs> and his, the look on his yeah. face... Like, I am not taking that shit. I know, that
1: is a bomb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a pipe bomb. Yay! I love that video. But Sean and Gus, like you said, they realize, oh, these people aren't good people. And they, like, sprint away. Great people. It's so funny. This episode is seriously just so, so good.
1: Yeah, this is great
0: so that's conclusion to poker I barely know her
1: one of the best of the season for sure and your I think personal it's the favorite. best
0: of season one and I think it's one of the best in all of psych not right. the best but
1: yeah I'd, best. I'd, I really liked it. I mean I love I love poker stuff like Casino Royale I loved that movie and God what was the other one Johnny English also had poker, didn't he? Isn't like
0: Ocean's Eleven.
1: Ocean's Eleven. Well, they don't actually. That's set. That's set in Vegas, oh, and they rob a casino, gotcha. but they don't actually like play poker in the movie. Well, they do actually. There's a scene at the beginning where, where you were introduced to Brad Pitt's character.
0: Are they playing poker or blackjack?
1: Uh poker. Because he's like he's teaching the movie stars to play poker. Brad Pitt, the real movie star, is teaching the B-list movie stars.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Really quick before we conclude, we forgot to mention where the pineapple is. Did you catch it? No,
1: not even close.
0: So in the casino... I don't know oh. what that
1: means. <laughs> not even close. What? I, I, so, I said not even close and I'm like, well, what does that mean? How, do, how could I be close to catching it?
0: Oh I don't well. know. But in the casino, there's a shot where a woman walks by with a drink and on the drink brim... There's like a little slice of pineapple. Oh, You know, how people like who get pina coladas or fruity drinks, like a Mai Tai or something. Garnished. Yeah, a garnish. That's what it's called. So the pineapple was a little garnish on one of the drinks.
1: Nice. What's next week?
0: Yeah, so next week, or whenever we get around to it, it seems like that's what our pattern is, is season one, episode 15, the conclusion of season one, Scary Sherry. Bianca's Toast. (laughs) Tells you nothing. (laughs) And yet, at the same time, tells you everything.
1: There's a Sherry and Bianca. And toast.
0: Scary Sherry. Scary Sherry. Bianca's Toast. Actually, I'm just going to say something. I don't want to ruin it for you, but this episode actually... I don't want to
1: ruin it for you, but I will.
0: (laughs) This episode's... Oh, you're, you'll predict this episode i'm pretty sure oh is it not as well they give away what happens in the past and in the future in the title that's all oh, i'm gonna like say
1: bianca's toast like bianca's dead all right oh, okay well. never mind oh, you we'll didn't get never mind yeah. you didn't guess it well that makes me feel good <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you'll just have to wait till next time all right
1: thanks for listening to this episode of we're psyched you can catch all of our episodes on every podcasting outlet um that's not true you can catch all of our episodes
0: good job
1: <laughs> you can catch all of our episodes on apple podcast or spotify or soundcloud get in touch with us at we're psyched.pod. that's not right get in touch with us at we're psyched podcast at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at psyched.pod
0: Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.
1: And suck a pineapple. No, that's
0: not right. Suck a lemon.
1: Suck lemons, cookie puss. (laughs)